I wanna go on vacation again. I don't wanna work no more. Yo, BJ Gador with the Get Some Gains podcast. And today's episode 177, man. We're climbing up the total here. Seven keys to a successful recovery week. Now, a couple things before I get into it. Number one, that little uh, jingle I put at the beginning of the episode, that's like a 1980s <laughs> deep cut hit to what I felt like Monday morning today. Like, I had a great off week. My wife and I really enjoyed ourselves to just decompress, unplug, disconnect, and just get ready for a great month of June after a great month of May and a great start to the year of 2022. And uh, man, I really wanted to stop. It really made me appreciate 
the good life, which is just relaxing with people you love and enjoy and just, you know, really just being, being present with life and, uh, taking it easy. You know, it's difficult for a lot of us, especially for an entrepreneur or doing a business to do that because there's a lot of guilt associated with that. But man, I, I was really feeling, I, I <laughs> just want to be on vacation. I don't want to work anymore. Uh, but we're back. We got to get back to it. And if anything, that recovery week gives me like, gives me goals, right? Of what to work towards. Maybe down the road, I can, I can have more of that time. Cause you know, a week really isn't enough. You need, you need a couple months really to unplug and unwind. Um, especially as you get older, like a true sabbatical, but you know, maybe when I'm 50, uh, it can be more, uh, it can be more common. And to the next point, shout out to my distance coaching client and OG gorilla corn, Christopher Scarpati, AKA C Scarp. He is, uh, 49 years old. The Italian stallion works in the financial sector, uh, busy as hell, but always finds a way to get in his workouts. And that message he delivered to me um, via text. You know, I check in with my distance coaching clients and I actually unplugged, turned off my phone for about five days, which was amazing just to not have to deal with anything phone related. And um, so I was doing my, my rounds, checking back in. And, uh, you know, that message was exactly what, A, I, I, you know, like it was awesome to hear that getting back into my work week. Because again, it was a tough wake up, uh, getting back up at 6 a.m. and getting back into the quote unquote grind of things. But just kind of reaffirmed why I'm coming back and why I wanted to take some time off to come back to, to be my best and keep showing up for good people like him. And he nailed it, man. You know, like one thing I've been working a lot on with Chris is, you know, Chris is one of those guys, he, he has his heart on his sleeve and he works really, really hard. And he always feels bad if he doesn't do his best, even though he always gives his best effort. But, you know, performance fluctuates and you know, he also has been a bit too hard on himself over the years, as many of us have, in terms of like not resting enough and pushing too hard. And um, but he's learned so much the last couple months in particular. And to hear that he finally had his like first guilt-free recovery week, that that that's gains. Like those are the gains we're talking about here. Like, and I had one of them too. And uh, for many years, the recovery weeks, I, I would I would kind of dread in some ways. You get off your routine. And, you know, you want to, you feel like, oh, I want to keep pushing because, you know, you come off of usually making some progress and you don't want to lose the gains, right, in your mind. And you also don't want to get off track because it can be tough to get back on track. But you don't have to get off track. You just, you stop the train briefly. Take a stop, you know, put some maintenance on, on the machine. And uh, then, you, then you start back up and you keep going. So that's one thing. You don't have to get off track. You just got to stop. Pause and reflect. And uh, so I was so happy to hear that I, I asked him if I could get permission to share it. And he said yes. And uh, much like myself, there's a couple F-bombs in there. He's from New York. What do you want? What do you want? That's that's polite talk. That's about as polite as it gets. So um, thank you, Chris, for that. I think it's, I just wanted to share with members and uh, fellow Gorilla Corns or members of the DailyBG.com. You know, he's one of the people that I think about the most when making content and he inspires me to get better each and every day. So I thank you for that, C. Scarp. So today's episode, you know, I, I wanted to get, I'm coming right off of, as I mentioned, a brief getaway. And uh, we went to Idlewild, California, which is like a SoCal mountain resort about a mile high. And what's so beautiful about it too, and I, I'm sharing this not to like flex or anything, just, <laughs> again, I, I'm just sharing an experience. Maybe you guys can treat yourself to this experience at some point, but 
we live in kind of the Palm Springs, Palm Desert area. And there's a really nice one hour drive from where we live to Idlewild. It's called From Palm to Pines. You basically go from palm trees in desert to uh, pine trees and kind of forest mountain. And it's, it's a great change of scenery, especially, you know, right now we're in the middle. Of, we're about to start summer here. So it's 100 degree days. The heat can take its toll. Not just training-wise, just being in and around it uh, takes its toll. So it's a nice place we can go where we can cool down during the summer and in the winter too, which we like to go occasionally as well. It is, it's, it snows, you know, it actually is, it's, it's like, it's, it's a brief experience of winter and, but I can come right back to the desert an hour away. So that's, you know, I know people shit on California a lot, you know, high taxes, can't get anything done with bureaucracy, uh, big homeless problem, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But in terms of the land, there's just there's so many different like ecosystems and you're in driving distance to so many unique experiences and I'm not a big fan of flying and I, I like to keep my travel on the ground when possible and, and quick short trips so that's the, that's a real advantage to living here that's the SoCal lifestyle or just the Cali lifestyle that uh, we're so grateful for uh, now four years in so just wanted to touch on that. Uh, a great little trip. My wife found this like A-frame cabin, just classic cabin in the woods. And you, you see mountains, you see uh, beautiful big pine trees with their thick, thick ass, you know, legs to these trees, man. It just, it's inspiring and great smells. And it was just, it was just a great getaway. And it was, you know, they're always too short. It was just a two-night stay, so we came in, uh, arrived in the afternoon, and, and left after a, a two-night stay. We left, um, actually, I'm sorry, it was a one, wait, was it a one-night stay? Arrived Wednesday, no, it was a, yeah, it was a two-night stay, I'm sorry, what am I talking about? I'm, just, I'm, I'm getting right back into it here, so bear with me. I, another night would have been nice, but, you know, one thing we did on this trip, I have to say, that we, we haven't done on others, is we, we said, you know what? We spend so much time and energy and, and anxiety over like, where do we go to eat? What should we do? And we both really were in the need of just some complete R&R. Like we didn't really do, want to do anything. Just relax and hang out with our dog. And so we bought all our groceries. We went to Ralph's, got all our groceries. Uh, I made it, tr- treated ourselves to a brief Whole Foods stop as well for a couple items. But we basically planned out our meals for the next couple of days and we got all the groceries for it, including some snacks to supplement that. So we didn't have to go out anywhere. And we didn't have to worry about, you know, a hit or miss restaurant or that type of thing. And we maximized our time at the at the cabin, which is what we wanted to just to be alone, unplug and get a change of scenery. And that was great. So we saved time and money. And we got we made the exact meals we wanted. We had a chick parm with chickpea pasta one night and some pizza that I actually stopped at. The place we like to go in uh, Palm Springs area, Palm Desert, uh, stuffed. I got a, a take and bake that we made. Um, we brought it there. But then some chick parm with pasta. One night we made, uh, one day we made ribs. Uh, Naomi's famous potato salad and uh, biscuits. Uncle Baby Biscuits had some cheddar biscuits. Those were fantastic. And the other meal was just a classic like scrambled eggs, uh, some bacon, uh, some fruit. You know, so it was just... Uh, it was good eats, like, you know, and again, we made cleaner choices where we could, and I'll get into that. It's one of the points, too, is about uh, adjusting your calories accordingly is number five. I'll get into that, but 
uh, that was great. So just uh, I share that again. Not every trip has to be that, but if you're looking to kind of get you know isolated and just maximize the time at a cool place, especially if it's a short stay, you know uh, it really does help to to plan out the meals ahead of time, get the groceries before you go, and then stock up. And and that was uh, that I think was one of the keys to to getting the most out of, of what was a short trip. So just wanted to pass that along. And uh, we watched a bunch of movies, TV series, like one, one series I recommend. It's a Nat Geo series, and it's called Something Bit Me. It's on Disney Plus as well, but I don't know what, what subscriptions you have or whatever else. But it's just a bunch of stories about these, um, these incredible animal attacks, and people survive. And unfortunately, sometimes they lose a limb or are permanently disfigured or are altered in some way. But um, you do learn a lot about how to avoid some of these scenarios whether it be hippos or crocodiles or mountain lions or snakes. Uh, Killer Bees was one of them, but a really entertaining show. Uh, I, I like the, the, the format of the show, too, because it, it, they, they cover two stories in an episode and kind of bounce between them, which really keeps things fresh. And just it's some good content, man. I, I, lo- I love nature shows. I love those types of things. And I'm not as adventurous, so that's a way for me to kind of live vicariously through these people that want to risk their lives. <laughs> Uncle Baby Biscuits does not like to, um, you know, put himself in danger. You know, it's uh, if that ha- if something happens to me, it's going to be tough for us to to make a living. So, share that as well. We rewatched Parasite, which is a great movie. Uh, watch this movie called Retreat. It's kind of on theme where you go to retreat and something terrible happens. But yeah, we just got a lot of content in, and you know, I think it's it's kind of un- unusual, I think, for people in fitness to share that, but. I'm so active at all times. Uh, I'm all about active vacations. Those are great. Do them when you can, um, especially if you plan on indulging in a lot of food and that type of thing. But what I, I just my body was in need of some deep healing, so I just didn't want to do anything physical. So uh, and I love TV. I love movies. You know, obviously, you know, I do the movie time with C Dubs. Uh, always been a big part of my life. Whether it's escapism or just you know let the brain just relax and go dead for a bit and just kind of enjoy yourself. But yeah, it was fantastic. And you know, I guess the first thing I'll say in the seven keys here, number one is, like Chris mentioned, you want to be guilt-free in doing only what you want to do that week. All right? You know, we. my recommendation is, especially if you train with intensity and you have some sort of periodization or planning to what you do where you kind of wave up the intensity and then you got you to bump back down before the next wave. We go three weeks on, one week off. And the off week can be, you know, massage, mobility, walking, our EHO every hour on the hour work that we do, but um, no intense training, you know, um, and you could say, well, what if I want to train intensely? Well, th- there has to be, there has to be some guidelines to this, right, too. Like if you really, you do what you want to do, but you also have to be smart about the fact this is a recovery week. So, you know, my whole thing is you want to make yourself miss your routine. If you're heavily routined like I am where, you know, during uh, work days, I'm up at six, I'm in bed by eight or nine, six in the morning in bed by eight or nine at night, and I'm pretty much working or training uh, until dinner. So I really wanted to just totally get off that routine. (laughs) It's been working for me. Uh, Business has been going uh, well. Training has been going well. Everything's going well for you guys for the most part. So it's been great. It's just, I needed to, I wanted to miss the routine and and get off of it. Not, not, I didn't get off track. 
I just, again, it, I wanted to make, like I said, the train stop. The gain strain had to stop for this period of time. And I only did what I wanted to do. And really what that was, I didn't, I didn't really walk. We did, we did maybe a couple short walks. Um, I did a walk in Palm Springs when we went to kind of dinner after we got home. But uh, I think just two walks, one, one short walk in, in the forest area, woods area, just to kind of get out briefly. But I really wanted to take a break from walking. I just felt the need to do it. After all the walk run program we've been working in Gorilla Corn Gains so far this year. And then I did a ton of med ball work. A ton. Uh, and I can't wait to share some of the stuff with you. I'm actually working with Dynamax. Uh, I'm going to start what, collaboration, whatever else. But it's the big padded medicine ball you see me use in all of our videos. And you actually can get 10% off with the coupon code BJ10 at medicineballs.com. So you can, I mean, they got great balls. I recommend starting, ideally you get three balls, like a six, a 10, and a 20 are great sizes. I have a, I have a bunch of sizes. The ones I use the most are the 10, the 20, and I also have a 50-pound Atlas ball. I didn't bring that with me, but I bought the 20-pound ball. And I did a bunch of like seated stretches, shin boxing, you know, I did some experimentation with it as well, uh, specifically with massage. It's such a good tool to massage the body. And especially for partner massage too, like my wife uh, used it on me, then I used it on her and basically the ball just, it adds this extra load and pressure you can wave into the muscles. And because it's, it's round, it just it, 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 uh, applies that natural rolling sensation. The, the, the consistency of the ball also conforms to the shape of your body in a unique way. And it's just, a, it, I mean, we both like around the, the, the scapula, the spine, the pelvis, we got such a good release in those areas. And, uh, you know, that, that's what, you know, partner massage is a great way to make uh, use of a recovery week. You're, again, you're working on stuff to improve your body and heal, but uh, it's what we wanted to do. And, and I, I found uh, a rafter that was stable that I could do my hangs from, which felt good. But, you know, I didn't overdo the hangs. I just did them when I felt like it. You know, that's the thing about EHO. You, you, you end up doing it like if I've been watching uh, a couple hours of shows or whether it was every hour on the hour, I can't say, but it was at least every other hour on the hour during, during my getaway where I just like, I felt like I needed to get up and stretch a little bit, get loose. You know, that's what happens when it becomes a habit and it still fit within the rule of only do what you want to do. And I, I, I didn't want to do any intense training. And, and if I felt the need to do some intense training, maybe I would have, but I, I really didn't do anything uh, I took the last workout I had done was Friday the week before, upper five uh, from Gorilla Corn Gains. That was the last one. And then I took basically that time up until the first time I, I kind of trained again was the following Saturday. So it was, it was like five or six days of complete rest. And then I did one hour of pool training uh, using, you know, a variety of tools in the water, my, my fins, my water bells and barbell from hydrorevolution.com. And uh, I got in a great pool workout. But again, that was my first workout back with any sort of intensity was in the water, which, which is a healing recovery environment. And it was what I needed to um, really get back on track. And what was so happy to see that I knew I had a great successful recovery week is that when I did my morning box breathing meditation with the core meditation trainer, which is handheld, uh, which gives me my resting heart rate and resting, I guess, an average heart rate and my heart rate variability my heart rate variability was as high as it's been. Uh, it was up at 73. Different devices measure differently, but the higher this one, the higher it is, and typically the higher it is, the better 
recovered you are, the, the better you're handling stress and the more active your parasympathetic nervous system is versus sympathetic. Sympathetic elevates heart rate, parasympathetic decreases heart rate. And you want both those systems working so that um, your heart rate is actually, there's a variability in it and indicates you're responding well to stress. And so that was up. My resting heart rate was as low as it's been. I think it was, if I remember correctly, I think it was down to 53 at one point and the average heart rate was lower than normal. So I had a great recovery week and uh, I'm ready to get back into it, even though I really wish it was longer. But it, it was because I, I didn't have any guilt because I, I had worked so hard the first part of this year and I made the mistake on some on a previous recovery week of pushing too much training into it. And actually, uh, I, I mentioned before in one of the episodes, uh, the most pain I've ever felt recently, I actually injured my back and both knees. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be smart as I'm on the smart side of 30 now. Shout out to Russ, Russ Blount. And uh, I'm just going to really only do what I want and make myself miss my routine. So that's number one. And if you had not been training as, as intensely or, you know, your, your trip was really activity-based and there was some intensity or volume in there that you, you really had to get in or wanted to get in, you know, that's a different story. But I'm just telling you right now as someone who typically uh, pushes the envelope and takes on too much or bites off more than he can chew on a regular basis, this was... Um, what it needed to do, and it was great. And obviously, the numbers uh, support it too. Number two, you got to operate on a five out of 10 or less on the stress scale. If one is stress free and 10 is burnt out, you want to be below five out of 10. And I, I think where I was getting to is definitely around like eight to nine. Um, I, I was on the verge of burnout. Before this trip, uh, where you know, I just I lost the desire to train. Uh, just doing any sort of amount of work was like pulling teeth. You know, it, it, in some ways, it started to feel like the burnout I was experiencing during the pandemic, where that just prolonged period of just like darkness and depression. Um, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm learning. I learned from that. I don't want to go back to that. So you got to know when to pull the plug and reset. And um, you know, again, the, the three on one off schedule and the the quarterly two week breaks we have spring summer, fall, winter, also just their fail-safes to make sure we never go too, too far with the stress here, right? Because it's all stress. All of it's stress. The diet, the training, you know, um, work, family relationships. There's, there's so many stressors in life, outside stressors, you know, the environment uh, that you're living in can stress you out. So you want to bring that as low as possible. And if you can bring it to like three, two, one, Man, it just, it'll make every day, even if it's a short trip, it makes every day that much more refreshing. You know, I think there's a hesitancy to to go too low on the stress scale sometimes for people. But, you know, if you're you're above five out of 10, it's not going to be enough of a, it won't be refreshing enough. You know, like you've got to, you got to put yourself in a scenario where the stress is super low. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to really be ruthless about that. Because these recovery weeks, they, they don't come often. I mean, you can say they do. They come monthly. But like uh, our Express members don't really have one. Um, I built a kind of a, a recovery month for our members this month with bodyweight burners uh, at the dailybj.com for Express members where they're repeating uh, the 15 bodyweight workouts they've done so far this year for vacation, travel time. But also, you know, it's easy to recover from and kind of built in recovery month halfway into the year. But uh, they're also, you know, these are 20-minute workouts, so it's not as much stress as what we're doing with hour-long sessions and more overall training. So, um, you know, maybe 
what you do is you just do only one or two instead of three recovery, uh, three workouts that week as part of your recovery week when you feel the need to, right? Or maybe you just eho or walk for a week and then you can get back on uh, the express train um, when you feel the need to do it. But that's, again, if you like to train and you have totally lost the desire to train, you're, you're overtrained or you're right there, you're overreaching and now it's time to, to recover. And the same thing with work and other things, you know, you, not that uh, maybe you never like to do work, but you know, certain tasks should not be as difficult. Like you don't have to get like mentally up for uh, doing simple tasks, um, you know, low skill tasks or low, not, not, not a high creative component when even those are, are troublesome. And, you know, especially when like, I, I just, I had no creativity for programming or anything like that. So I knew it was a good time to um, reuse some past content to allow me to get away and uh, tap into my creativity again. And, uh, hopefully I can unlock some of that this week and the weeks to come as I, I start to plan and prepare and program for uh, future months here. But yeah, I mean, I, I just, I had, I had no, I got, I got some, some ideas in and I'm like, you know what, this is not going to be as good as some of the best content I've made that I can pull back in here. Uh, this is the smart thing to do for all, all parties involved. And um, this will also allow me to get that stress down from the work component. I can get all my work done before I leave, which was like, um, I guess it's kind of a bonus tip. Like usually I leave and then I, I know a lot of work is coming. When I come back, there's just like a lot of work waiting for me. And that, that, that can stress me out. A lot of anxiety about that and just that type of thing. But I really didn't have it this time for the first time. And it's inspiring me now to just try to keep getting more ahead in, in my content creation so that I can do the next trip uh, with that same level of kind of carefree, stress-free in my mind. Number three, be as present as possible while dreaming of the future. So it sounds kind of counter uh, intuitive or counterproductive, but what I mean by that is like, and I really took some time to just get out there. Uh, they had a hot tub on site. It was actually a pretty cool hot tub. You could lay and you could like lay and recline in one section. And then they had uh, seated sections with like different angles of jet, whether it hit like your upper or mid back or lower back. And uh, that was nice. And I, I tried to get in the hot tub like three times a day to, uh, to get to really speed the recovery process. And, uh, when I came out of the tub, I did some reading. Um, and there was, this cabin was beautiful, man. Just like you're surrounded by pine trees and woods and there's, uh, the peak of the mountains are within view. And I did some, just some thinking, um, thought about the business. So again, it's one thing too, like I was present, I was experiencing the sounds, all the bird sounds. I was smelling the pine. Uh, there was a nice breeze coming through a cool breeze because again, it's like 30 degrees cooler here versus the desert. And uh, I mean, the mountains, like I, I had one moment where I was in deep thought and I saw through the clearing. I didn't notice because the, 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 there's a lot of, again, there's like this beautiful A-frame cabin and then tons of pine trees. And all of a sudden I saw through one unique angle as, as my vision got away from all the clutter, I saw the peak of the mountain. And I was like, oh, wow, this is a, and then, and then <laughs> there were these chimes, these chimes went off and I got hit with like a real, uh, some real clarity and just the perspective of, you know, if, if you are able to look through, you know, the, the, the top of the mountain, if it's even achievable, you know, uh, just that unique perspective of being down here and it being blocked unless you really focus and found the exact spot, it, it's within your reach, Right. Um, 
and this you might be like, wow, you, I did have I, I did have some weed. Okay, so I, I, Uncle Baby was in his meditative uh, flow state, but the, the chimes went off at this exact moment. I got hit with some real clarity on what I have to do moving forward with my business, and, and obviously the metaphor of the top of the mountain. Uh, you know, the, the endless climb we have to try to uh, do great things or, you know, better ourselves or the life of our family and stuff like that. Um, I think that's great. To, I mean, it's, yeah, technically you're, you're thinking about the future and, and that type of thing, but that you can still be present. You know what I mean? Like I'm not thinking about, I wasn't thinking about the work that I had to do that I didn't want to do. I was thinking, I was thinking with like joy of, wow, we've done some great things so far, if I'm being honest about it. And I still, there, there's still been a lot of mistakes and we're not optimized in a lot of ways, but we're still doing great things. We're still uh, progressing towards our goals and making progress. And I was like, wow, if I, we keep improving the way we approach our business and different types of things like that, um, maybe more getaways like this. Maybe we can end up getting uh, a second place in, in the area. I, you know, who knows? You just, you dream. You, you, you think about things that, whether it's the carrot, uh, What's that fucking analogy? God, I'm getting so old. <laughs> you know, it's 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 the it's it's whatever it is in front of you that keeps pushing you forward. Bucket list, the the stick and the carrot analogy. I I, I forget. It, that's that's truly embarrassing. I apologize. But look, we're live, so or we're recording. I'm not going to stop it now. But but also being present and, and again, like letting your senses fly. Right. Closing your eyes and just listening or feeling, feeling the wind, uh, closing your eyes and listening to the bird song, man. All these different types of birds. They had this uh, hummingbird feeder and just watching the the wings on this hummingbird just go at incredible speeds as it eats the sugar. Uh, you know, just getting in touch with nature. And, and again, the, turning the phone off was a gift. Like I haven't turned off. I mean, I've got, I, I, I take my social media breaks, but I haven't turned the phone off period in a long time. And I'm going to start doing that on uh, at least a couple days uh, or, or more of uh, future extended breaks because it was really nice to just be um, away from that particular screen. Uh, I mean, really, if I'm being honest, I, I really don't even need a phone. I, besides, I use it as, uh, you know, for texting and social media, for business, uh, email, that type of thing. But I, I, it's really only used for timing purposes, like to check the time, to set up a, a stopwatch timer, or a countdown timer, and then to use like the Seconds Pro timer app, <laughs> or to go on the Daily BJ app to help with comments and stuff like that. But I really don't like, I, I, I don't use social media for personal purposes anymore. Um, I might check the ESPN app for like what's going on, what time a game is on, or that type of thing. But I love not using my phone. Like I, I hope to have a day where, you know, we're, we're uh, kind of automated enough or you know, we've got enough financial freedom at some point where I can really make that a more regular thing. Because man, it feels great to just get away from the phone, and uh, you know, just it's a gift. So I, I was grateful for that, and that helped me with being more present. But again, the more present you get, the more you can you can daydream and let your mind wander. And you know, that's the thing too is part of being present too is being okay. Like you don't have to be totally calm and focused at all times. Let your mind wander, see where it goes. And um, I thought about you guys a lot and what we were going to do maybe the rest of the year. And I thought about ways in which I can improve uh, as a coach. Uh, thought about other things that just um, were inspiring. And, and that was great. Number four, I've kind of touched on this, is get that deep healing. 
the deeper the healing, the less days you need. And again, if it's, if it's a short situation, you got to get that stress down, as I mentioned previously, as low as possible. So I did it. We did a ton of massage, uh, partner massage with the med ball. Um, I did some foam rolling and stuff too. A lot of mobility, uh, EHO style, also with the med ball. Uh, I, I'd even, you know, as we're watching some shows too, I went to lay on the couch. I'd go sit on the ground and to kind of legs cross, straddle, shin box shape. You know, just I'm in that habit now, and that felt so good, especially with the medicine ball like on my lap or on the hip to kind of weigh, weigh the pelvis down and kind of reset it. And uh, man, the med ball was, I, I highly recommend if like, that's one of the tools like I'd always bring with me, like a 10 or 20 pound med ball. Uh, not only you can do crazy workouts with it, but it's just so good for recovery and breathing, having the ball in your belly. I'm going to do a podcast on this at some point. You can expect a lot more med ball content coming, but uh, a lot of hydrotherapy. Again, like I said, I was in the tub uh, to start the day, midday, and then uh, before bed. That was great. Just getting in there as much as possible. Again, part of what you do, if you have the ability to change environment and get away, you know, we can't do that necessarily every recovery week, but you know, on, on key ones or key times of the year, seasonal, uh, key peak seasonal times when you can. Um, and again, part of this is like the goal of the recovery weeks is plan your getaways and vacations to take place during that time, which we do. And you know, that's, that's important too, but we, we, we prioritize the recovery piece. So we try to get, you know, we've gotten at times one where there's like a steam sauna shower, uh, one of my birthday last year, which was incredible in Big Bear, California. And then we always try to get at least a hot, hot tub access when we go to our getaways. So we can, again, it's, it's about, our getaways are about recovery for, for all things. So we prioritize that. And, um, you know, I, I recommend that too. Got that hydrotherapy in, um, and, and, and the pool, uh, right before I actually went on the trip too, I, I did my podcast with Chris Warren in the morning for Top Gun Maverick. Check it out. That was a lot of fun. We, a lot of jokes, a lot of good times there, but I, I had about 20 minutes before we had to go to the grocery store because we committed to leaving at a certain amount of time. So we were on schedule. Everything was planned properly to, to maximize the trip, as I had mentioned previously. And I set the clock for 20 minutes and I did a couple minutes of stretching or hot tub yoga and, and our inflatable hot tub, then bumped into the water for a couple minutes of my leg cycling flow or some shadow boxing or my uh, hip hip circuit complex that I'll do that I'll show coming up soon in the water, which is so good for the hip complex. And I'd bounce right back. And then when the clock was done, I was done. But it was like a really, that's an example of an express recovery workout. I get contrast uh, of uh, the cooler pool and the hot water of the tub and I'm also getting the hydrotherapy, the compression, the anti-inflammation, um, the fluidity. So that was fantastic. But yeah, deep healing. I, I also wanted to just get off my feet. Like I remember um, when we used to have two days in football in high school, uh, Coach Ford used to say, get off your feet. And it, it was it was really true. Like you, you have to get, you know, with two days, man, and we'd have to walk to practice too from the dorms. We actually used to go to... Uh, St. Norbert's uh, College, which is where the Green Bay Packers would do their preseason. Occasionally, we'd see some Packers walking around on campus. And uh, it's a nice little getaway. Like, you're on co in a college dorm, and then you then you go to the football fields. And it, it was like, a, I think, a mile walk um, there. So, you know, you're getting the walk in, and you're, just, you're on your feet so much that just getting off your feet. And I had been on my feet so much to start this year. I just wanted to get horizontal as much as possible. And I was okay with my activity level being way down. Because I knew that my body needed the healing, my joints needed that, and you know, part of, you know too, like you really need this when, like, if the week before, 
Like you're just not, you're, you're always like in a state of incomplete recovery. You know what I mean? Like your body recovers, but it only bounces back to like seven or eight. You never get back to like, you never get those eight, nines and tens. And you want to come back eight, nine or 10. And then when that starts to happen again, usually the next recovery week comes in if things are planned properly. So, uh, it was just a time of deep healing and, um, get, getting off my feet and laying down a lot and sitting down a lot and just, um, and, and minimizing the walking that, that was critical. And then any sort of activity I did, I tried to make it as water-based as possible. So I just got a break from gravity, you know, the, the punishing compressive forces of gravity, just taking a break. And, uh, my body feels refreshed because of it. Number five, I, originally this was bump your calories up, but I, I had to kind of adjust it to adjust your calories accordingly. Now we're in a shred phase. Uh, I've been, you know, um, definitely pushing a caloric deficit, uh, during the work week, uh, for a while now. And I wanted to at least get my, bump my calories up to maintenance or slightly above, even though my activity level was way down. I was okay with, you know, if I smoothed out a little bit this week and, um, I don't think I really did that much, but, um, if I, if, it, if I did, it'll be something that my, I'll bounce back quickly from as I get back into my routine this week because uh, I needed the healing. And um, as part of getting below that 5 out of 10 in the stress scale, uh, you know, definitely one or two of those is dietary stress. It's a stress to be uh, underfed and, uh, during the week, and it's part of a plan that allows me to overfeed with, with flexibility uh, but also allows me to kind of lean out um, as we go to this season of the year and it, it, it was a diet break. Like, you know, we still, like I mentioned, we were eating mostly clean stuff and we had a similar kind of cheat meal, as I mentioned on previous, the summer cheat meals where it was cleaner. We, we made everything at home. If it wasn't groceries that we got uh, with some pre-made stuff uh, with as better, good of ingredients as possible, as quality of fuel as possible, was recovery. It's, you know, more of a, you could call it a recovery meal or recovery meals instead of cheat meals, right? Um you know, the chickpea pasta is higher fiber, more protein, less overall carbohydrate, better blood sugar response, and it feels just as satisfying in a lot of ways. Um, I'm not saying it's like your favorite pasta place, but, you know, it, it's good enough for us at least, especially if, you know, when I'm not even having pasta on a regular basis. So, um, but I felt the need to get my calories up a bit and really, again, as part of the healing, get enough protein and overall calories that my body could heal and the tissue could could heal and um, my metabolism get a little bit of break and uh, from that stress. So now if you were someone that's going to go on a highly active vacation, you might want to get your calories up a little bit. Um, I'm sorry, but if you were not training as hard, that's what I meant. You weren't training as hard and you're coming into a trip now where you're going to be uh, not active at all, like as, as inactive as I kind of meant to be, then maybe you adjust your calories down a little bit, but, or if you're coming off, um, being in a caloric surplus for a while, maybe you bump it down to maintenance levels or, uh, you get rid of, if you're not as active, just cut, cut out, cut your carbs down a bit since carbs are activity dependent, keep your fat and protein where it needs to be so that you're still getting quality calories and fuel for recovery, but you don't need as much of the, uh, sugar or starch in your diet because you're not being as active. You're not moving as much, but, I did get my carbs up a little bit, but still, you know, again, it wasn't too much. And uh, because I wasn't as active, um, you know, besides our our typical like uh, avocado oil style chips, um, some biscuits, um, there weren't, I mean, and we had a lot of fruit again, like a lot of pineapple, uh, watermelon, you know, I, I really quality carbohydrate I got in. But 
when we came back home from the trip, you know, I, I kind of got back on more of the protein produce flow again and uh, feels good, man. But I'm glad I got the calories up to at least maintenance, if not a little bit higher while I got my activity down because that really helped me speed up the recovery process. Everyone's different though. You know, again, I'm not, I'm not saying don't move and get your calories way up so you come back and gain five pounds. You have to be kind of really in tune with your body with this. But again, especially coming off of uh, or in the midst of a shred phase, it was a nice little diet break. Number six, sleep like a baby. You know, uh, again, like I said, I've been waking up at six. We, we, we would sleep in. Uh, there was no alarm. Some, sometimes we wake up at eight or nine. Sometimes it would be 730. It would just depend. But I also allowed myself, uh, anytime I felt the need to nap during the day, my wife and I took advantage of that, indoors or outdoors. Uh, just everything you're doing is designed to recover. You see what I'm saying? Like the whole mindset of the trip is recovery, you know? And uh, so I was, we were sleeping and napping like a baby. And, you know, that, that really, uh, that felt great. Uh, I, I love afternoon naps. Like you're watching TV and you just fall asleep. And uh, you think, what about missing the show or a movie? Well, you just, you know, you can always rewind it. And uh, that just, you don't have that luxury during work days, you know? I mean, I try to take a 20 minute eyes closed or slash power nap. Uh, as I transition from my work to my workout uh, during work days, but it's just 20 minutes, and again, it's 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 express. But you know, sometimes I'll go for it might be an hour plus nap. But man, just like put yourself, you're basically, you know, you don't want to dance on both sides. You're training hard, you're pushing hard, great. Then you got to completely be able to downshift and and, and park the car and uh, get some maintenance on the vehicle and just. Do all the things you need to do to get ready for the next push. So, um, which is the final thing. The, the whole point of a, a legendary successful recovery week. And legendary, I mean like it's memorable. Like you're going you're gonna to talk about it like I'm talking about it. I won't forget this one. You know, this uh, the one we had previously, which was in January, was not a good one. I don't even need to, I'm not even, it just wasn't good. We didn't get the best place and we had a crazy dog we were dealing with and that type of thing. So it, it actually was more stressful than being home. That was an example of a unsuccessful <laughs> recovery week. So this one was great. Uh, there were memories. We had a lot of laughs. We had a lot of great discussions. Uh, really enjoyed nature. And uh, my body healed. So it's like success. That's exactly what I was hoping to get out of it. And, you know, uh, you get your mind, body, and soul ready for the next push or to run the next race. And we talk about this and all the things we do. You know, you, you just... I think the biggest tip really though is um, starting to look at yourself like look at look at stress on this this one to ten scale or even one to five like if you've got five stressors in your life each one gets a point if those five are maxed out and you're five out of five you know you, you got to try to get below three at least remove one if you I mean ideally remove one to two if you can remove three plus I mean then you can really unwind and recover but people don't don't think of things this way and. Uh, man, once you get burnt out, it's really hard to get out of burnout. It's really hard. I mean, because you have to get, you basically have to first get out of the burnout, which is like near impossible because you feel like you're stuck in mud and, and like quicksand going uphill. You know what I mean? And, or ice skates up, up a icy mountain. I mean, I'm sorry, roller skates up an icy mountain. It's just like, just, just that takes like a Herculean effort. And then you've got to reestablish a routine. So it just, it's tough. And a lot of times you don't have the, the momentum to do it. So 
Uh, you got to stay ahead of the recovery curve. And again, that's why, just so you know why we plan these recovery weeks. Um, it's so that you always, the fail safe to always stay ahead of the recovery curve. And also just, you know, I hope I shared this with you to, you know, make it a priority to, to do some getaways, change the environment when you can. I know not everybody can afford it and you can't do it as often based on how much disposable income you have, but uh, man, it's important. And it's, it is part of the recovery process, especially if you work from home, like, we, we, we live kind of in a destination and we, you know, and part of the beauty, beauty of where we live too is we can do so many things on site, operate a business, live the lifestyle we want. But, it, you know, at some point it, it all starts to kind of become one long thing. So a, a change in scenery environment is helpful and they don't have to be expensive trips. They can be short trips, but I, I really recommend, uh, you know, two to three day getaways during, during at least one uh, out of three recovery weeks. And then especially during our two-week breaks, the, the four that we have, and we have a three-week winter break at the end of the year, like plan some getaways, some, you know, like set some goals. Like the, 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 a lot of times too, oh, the, we're going to be planning the next trips. That gets you excited to go through the next quarter of work. Like we're working towards this amazing recovery week with like this this special steam shower, or this hot tub or these scenic views or these mountainous hikes, you know, like this is what keeps us in the game um, more mentally than anything else, right? Because it, it, it takes its toll mentally when you got you to get into this grind on such a regular basis. But I had to come in as part of the first thing I did getting back and I wanted to talk to the people I care about the most that I'm working for and working uh, towards behind the scenes uh, to try to help you maximize your life through fitness. And hopefully fitness is a big part of your life, but it's not your life. And you've got the perspective that, um, you know, there's, there's other things to worry about besides working out and we can take some time off from working out. We're not going to get weak and, scr- weak and scrawny or weak and fat uh, from a week or even two weeks. It's going to let us make this a sustainable uh, movement, active lifestyle. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please, uh, five-star rating is much appreciated. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Check out our sponsors in the show notes, Athletic Greens, the best greens powders in the game. Uh, get five free travel packs plus a one-year supply of vitamin D with my special link, athleticgreens.com slash BJ Like I mentioned too, get 10% off the medicine ball I'm using. You're going to start seeing a ton of med ball content like if you haven't already. Uh, BJ10 is the code. Medicineballs.com is the site, the Dynamax ball. And uh, you can take advantage of that. Also, a lot of new gear is at sleevesoldseparately.com, our men's athleisure line. Check it out. And if you're not a member of the dailybeacher.com, uh, a good month to jump in is this month for our Express Bodyweight Burners program. 20-minute bodyweight-only workouts. Great for this kind of travel vacation, start of summer period. And uh, more episodes to come. Love you guys. Peace. Athletic Greens. Nobody's greens are more athletic.
Yo, this is BJ Gador. Get my go-to greens powder with five free travel packs plus a one-year supply of vitamin D at athleticgreens.com slash BJ Gador. That's athleticgreens.com slash BJ Gador. You better drink your greens.